Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm your host, Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Brons. Each week we strive to bring you important conservation topics and events related to conservation. So what are we talking about this week, Courtney? This week we're going to talk about vernal pools, which are small, shallow, ephemeral bodies of water you can find in the woods. I say ephemeral, meaning they last a very short time. They actually get their name from vernalis, which is Latin for spring. But these pools have no permanent inlet or outlet. They're filled in the spring by rain and snow melt. And then they typically have like bedrock or a hard clay layer in the soil beneath them. And it helps to like hold the water in them. So in other words, right now, if we head out into the woods, we're likely to find one of these vernal pools. Correct. Yep. They're actually a temporary wetland habitat for numerous rare plants and animals that you don't really see a lot of other times of the year. Many of these species kind of spend their dry seasons as seeds or eggs, and then they grow and reproduce when the ponds get filled with water in the spring. Very awesome. And if you have you experienced any kind of related activity? Have you went out and explored vernal pools at all? Yeah, when I was in school, we had an animal ID class, and they showed us where a few local vernal pools were, and we used to go out at night and explore them. It's really neat. What kind of animals are we talking about when we talk vernal pools? So all kinds of um, salamanders and frogs, newts, um, live in vernal pools. First to arrive in the spring are, are typically the Jefferson salamanders. Um, they're members of the mole salamander group, which means that they spend most of their lives in underground burrows. So really the only time they come out is when they come to the vernal pools in the spring to mate. Okay, so, and there's lots of others too, correct? Yeah, there's um, spotted salamanders, spring peepers, PA's smallest frog. Um, There's American toads, green frogs, red spotted newts. And they all come to these pools in the springtime to lay their eggs. And they're kind of like long, stringy, jelly-like eggs. They're kind of gross, but they're cool to look at. Yeah, at least you know what to look for, right? Yeah. So in my research, I guess one of the things that stood out to me was fairy shrimp. I was kind of taken back as the fact that we have shrimp right here in Pennsylvania. Usually you would think of the ocean when you hear the word shrimp, but they're definitely in the vernal pools. Um, And so one of the things that stood out to me is their actual life cycle. Here they are, these vernal pools, they dry up rather quickly, so... So that means from egg to adult, actually develop in as little as 16 days. It's incredible. Yeah, I I really thought so. Um, The other thing that stood out to me is the fact that when they do lay their eggs, they actually fall to the bottom of the vernal pool, and they'll sit there, and the pool will dry up. And if you don't have the right rain conditions or, or conditions for the next year, those eggs are actually viable for 100 years. So if the vernal pool never filled up for 100 years and, uh, you know, you're waiting that long, uh, here the, the shrimp could reappear after 100 years. So That's pretty neat. It's yeah. amazing. They can still be viable after that long. Yep, that's for sure. It's pretty cool. These vernal pools have all of those invertebrate species like fairy shrimp and dragonflies, damselflies, mosquitoes, daphnia. And so, like, when... The, the young amphibians hatch, they begin to eat these invertebrate species. 
And as activity in the vernal pools increases, it attracts turtles that come to feed on egg masses, raccoons come eat tadpoles and frogs, green herons, red-shouldered hawks come in. So it really does create like a unique environment. I say you don't have time to look for the vernal pools during the spring. Uh, How would you know that you're upon a vernal pool come summer and fall? So during the dry season, it's a little bit harder to find them, but you can look for blackened compressed leaf litter that indicates water was there at one point. Um, Gray soil is a big indicator of hydric soils. So you also typically find um, red maple, highbush blueberry, and buttonbush near these pools. Yeah, I was actually out over the weekend doing some hiking and, and spotted a red maple, and it actually had... It has formed what they call as buttress roots. In other words, um, they have high arches. They, they kind of back away from the water a little bit. They still have wet feet. They still enjoy that moisture, but they don't want to be completely inundated with water. So uh, it's just an ab- adaptation uh, near the water. So yep. it's cool. It's also a really good thing to look for. Yeah. While we're on the topic of vernal pools, if you find one on your property and want to explore it more, and maybe even go as far as to document it, how would you go about doing that? So you would go to the PA Vernal Pool Registry, and it's actually created by the Natural Heritage Program. Um, It's a citizen-based program, and it allows you to document the locations of vernal pools that you find. And then researchers or other people who study seasonal pools can use this data, as well as landowners and agencies who might want to map manage those wetland habitats. We've talked about on this show the opportunity to become citizen scientists, and this is a really great way to do that. Uh, A lot of these species are undocumented or documented very rarely. People just don't have an interest in what kind of salamanders or toads or frogs or etc. are out in your woods. So if you have the ability to document it, it'd be great. It would really help science out. Right. And if you think your property may have a vernal pool, it is really important to protect both the stability of the forest and the hydrology of the pond. So some things you can do to kind of protect that are avoid using chemical fertilizers. Um, Vernal ponds typically tend to accumulate runoff, so that could be really bad for the life in your vernal pool. You want to maintain the forest canopy. The canopy provides essential shade for the regulation of pond temperatures, and then it also maintains a cool, moist forest environment, which is critical to these amphibians as they go through their life cycle. You don't want to add or remove any plant debris. A lot of amphibians use this debris for their eggs. They attach them to it, so it's important to leave that in the pool. And then you also want to protect them from off-road vehicles and machinery. This can be done by fencing them in. And then don't add fish or other animals. It messes up the natural balance. Sure, the ecology is messed up, so don't add fish. Oh, great. Uh, It's a good way to get outside and explore these vernal pools, get to know some new species. Uh, Are there any upcoming events? Yeah, actually, Salt Springs State Park on Sunday, March 31st, is doing a presentation on hellbenders and other salamanders. So the eastern hellbender is the largest salamander in the United States, and their migration actually begins soon. 
So Devin Welch will present on his volunteer work with Hellbenders and incorporate general information about other local salamander species you might find. The presentation will be followed by a salamander hunt and a vernal pool search for eggs and activity. So if you want to get out and see a vernal pool firsthand, this would be a great opportunity to do it. The fee is $5 and members and kids are free. Sounds great. Look forward to it. I guess that does it for this week's episode. If you have any questions or would like more information on today's show, please contact the Conservation District by calling 570-278-4600, extension 3053, or you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying enjoy the outdoors.